Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 408. And today, we are going to be talking about Amazon keyword update, ranking, and all that stuff. And what the heck does this mean now? Chris Schaefer is on with me. Chris, what's happening, my friend? Are you excited to talk about more updates and changes about keywords in Amazon? Bites and bits and characters <laughs> and, oh man. Commas this is, and all kinds of stuff. I have to tell you, this is the sexy side of Amazon right now, man. Yeah. We're talking about characters and just all kinds of stuff and, and numbers <laughs> and limits and yeah, and it's one of those things and I, I know people are going to kind of look at this episode and go, oh, I have to listen to this one and then they're going to hear us talking about bites and bits and they're going to be really confused. Um, but this one is absolutely important. You know, anytime Amazon makes a change, we all kind of have a little baby heart attack and I've mentioned this before. Um, but really, in this case, it's kind of going back to the way it used to be. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much it is. It wasn't all that bad before, so it's not going to be all that bad. Now, it's kind of interesting to see, you know, the full the full circle swing that Amazon has made in terms of keywords, but it's it's good to see at least in my opinion, and I think it is going to help clean up the site a little bit, and it's going to make it a lot easier for us as well, at least in my opinion. Yeah. And really what I want to do here is I want to really just kind of go over the update and also maybe best practices we can go over. And then also I want to go back over once again, kind of like the basics to keyword ranking and optimization. Like I want to kind of dive into that to give, to give everyone kind of like the basics to kind of go by to really start with and, uh, and to really fine tune that stuff. Cause a lot of people are still wondering like Scott, like you've talked about like the new brand that, you know, you and Chris are working with and you guys are ranking on page one for some of your keywords. Like, what are you doing? Are you using special, like, uh, you know, uh, maybe super URLs still like, what, what are you doing? And, uh, I kind of want to clear all that stuff up and kind of let people know like what our strategy is moving forward. And also now with this new search term, uh, you know, your backend keyword fields and kind of like what that all means, we can kind of clear that up at least for right now, because I, I mean, they made a, a huge change before. I think that was a huge change of how many characters they were allowing us. And then people started to add as many as they could in there. And we were doing the same thing. Obviously we were doing it where we weren't stuffing. Some people are just stuffing random keywords to get traffic, which I think that's a no, no. Um, we were really looking at how can we optimize even further by finding other relevant keywords that could lead people back over to our listing. But now, uh, because they're they're kind of bringing us back to where it used to be, we're gonna have to go back in and probably clean up because a lot of that stuff isn't even going to matter. And I'm not quite sure, and I think that'll be part of our discussion, is if it even matters if it's there or if it's gonna hurt us negatively, um, any of that stuff. So why don't you just start by giving us like, what was the announcement? What did Amazon say? What did, you know, what's it mean? for us now. I feel like we need one of those like nightly news sound effects. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Here's the breaking news with Chris Schaefer, everyone. Chris? Either that or the like, the like wire, you know, the wire tapping, you know what I'm saying? They're like, yeah. Is that Morse code? Yeah. <laughs> it's coming, it's coming over the wire. Oh. Yeah. I mean the, the big quote unquote update is that Amazon reduced uh, and by reduced, we mean return to the previous limit on your backend keywords, which for some people is labeled as search term. Amazon refers to it as the generic keywords attribute. So it's where you actually are typing in the keywords on the backend of your listing. And 
for a while, it was either a thousand characters per line, five thousand characters total, depending on who you asked, or you know, five thousand characters on one line if you were in certain different categories, all kinds of crazy stuff. And they they never really cleaned it up and and codified that into a single standard that made sense for everybody. And so what they did is they basically went back to the way that it used to be, and you're limited to 250 bytes is what they're calling it because they're <laughs> referring to the size of the total number of things that can be in the field, right? So just for reference, for those of us in English-speaking countries, one character in the alphabet or one number is generally considered to be a byte. If we are looking at things like, and you guys may or may not know, umlaut, which is the little like semicolon or the little colon turned sideways that you see over a letter in German words, uh, that's two bytes, right? So if it's an A with an umlaut, that would be two bytes. So any special characters are more than one character, right? But for your standard letters, numbers, any of those kinds of things, you are going to have up to 250 total of those. So if you have supercalifragilisticexpialidocious as a keyword, <laughs> then you're kind of in trouble, right? Nice. <laughs> but for the rest of us who right. have garlic press as our keywords, it's not really going to be a huge deal because what Amazon is asking us to do, basically, Scott, is limit it to the things that generically describe the product. So they're basically saying put in garlic press. And if it also presses ginger, put in ginger, right? Like the, the things that can be combined together to make up the fathead keywords, the main keywords that describe our product. Okay. So, and that makes all sense, you know, total sense. And we had a discussion here on one of our uh, Facebook lives recently. And I was, I was confused actually, because I was thinking it was now, because it used to be a thousand characters per line, correct? Is what they moved to. Yes. Okay. That's what it used to be. Okay. They, they, they went from 250 total 50 per line. Right. And then, uh, they went to a thousand characters per line for five lines. And then now they went back to 250, but I was thinking it was 250 per line. I was thinking they were just taking it from a thousand to 250 per line. And then you corrected me and go, no, Scott, it's actually 250 total. So if you want to use 250 characters on line one, then you're done. You're not going to use line two, three, four, five. If you want to break those up and have 50 on each line, you can, or 75, and then you kind of break them up on each line. My question then is, is if they're giving us these lines, is there any importance to having those broken up per line? Um, and that's something I don't think we know right now, but you would think if they only want us to have 250 characters, uh, why would they even give us extra lines? Well, in some categories they do, and in some categories they don't. Okay. Uh, and if you use, and I know Scott, it's your favorite piece of Amazon technology, the flat file. Yes. Um, Love that. They default to having one line in the flat file. Now you can edit the header and add additional lines, mm -hmm. but you don't need to. Okay. There's really no reason to. Um, if you want to break it out and make it look pretty, then you can do that. But uh, if, if I were Amazon, I would just reduce everything to a single line. There's no real reason to have those five lines unless you want to make sure that you're separating those things out. Another thing that's important, and I know it's a question that a lot of people are asking themselves right now, and they're going back to the debate that has raged through Amazon like a fire since the beginning <laughs> of all this private labeling stuff and it's commas or no commas. Yep. I was going to ask <laughs> right? you that next. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we always say no commas and that's because Amazon says that you don't need it. And they specifically call it out in this update. They say spaces and punctuation and Scott, they actually clarified this since you and I first looked at it. Spaces and punctuation do not contribute to the length limit. 
but words should be spaced separated. Punctuation between words is not necessary. Um, and they're telling us what punctuation is here and what they mean by that. So semicolons, commas, commas, they have commas in here twice, uh, <laughs> and periods. Uh, <laughs> so I'm assuming they meant to put a colon in here. You know, you don't need any sorts of punctuation, whatever your favorite punctuation symbol is. You guys can have that debate. You don't need to put it in your keywords. It's just a string of text, right? Okay. With, with spaces separating it. And they, they did come in here and clarify after the initial update. And they said that spaces do not count towards that, that total length limit. So you have 250 letters or numbers to okay. use. Okay. So if you did use a comma and then you hit, you know, the space bar and you, you separated it with it, if you did, you don't need to technically, but if you did, you're saying that that comma would not count as a character. According to Amazon. Exactly. Yeah, we we don't really know because sometimes they've said <laughs> I, stuff like that and it doesn't it's not true. Um, but we're just trying to go by exactly what they're saying. So what they're saying in a perfect in a perfect listing in their eyes, they're looking at you know like words separated by a space and that's going to separate it. So if I wanted to go after uh, the keyword long handle stainless steel garlic press, then I would put those all in just as it would be if I was to spell that out. I wouldn't need to go. I wouldn't need to go stainless steel, comma space, uh, garlic press, you know, comma space. I wouldn't need to do any of that stuff. And they're going to recognize those words, and they're going to start pulling words from different parts of that line uh, because they're in there. Technically, that's what they're stating that they're going to do. Now, with that all being said, I like to make sure that the stuff that I want people to find are in the exact order that they would find those. So we talked to our good friend Dom Sugar about this, and he's always leading with the more important keywords. So in this case, and we're gonna experiment with this, and I know our, our good friend Sean Madison has done this already, and he actually gave us a little update and said that it's working really well for him, and he's seen a bump in sales and a bump in rank since doing this. What exactly, Chris, did he say that he has done where he's seen the positive change? So what, what I believe Sean did, and if I'm misquoting him on this, I'm sure he'll yell at me, but he went through his search terms report on his PPC and pulled out his top performing terms from that and then added those in. What, what Amazon is really saying here, Scott, is that you don't need, like this is an extra attribute for things that aren't in your title or your bullet points. So alternate ways or other ways that people might describe your product. And the example that they give here is whiskey, right? Which depending on who you ask, is either spelled with an E or without an E, right? Mm -hmm. W-H-I-S-K-E-Y or W-H-I-S-K-Y. And so they're saying if in your title you're calling it whiskey with an E, that your backend keywords might be a good place to put whiskey with no E because that's an alternate way that people describe it or an alternate way that people might search for it. Mm -hmm. So your search terms report is absolutely a great place to go. And that I believe is what Sean did. He said, okay, I like my title, I like my bullets. What's in my search terms report that I'm not already using? And then he used his top performing terms from pay-per-click, which again, guys, is what people are searching for, right? <laughs> we yep. know that they're searching for that and we know how those perform on our listing because we can look at the PPC data. And he took those and he said, okay, here's 250 characters that make up the top search for keywords or top search for search terms that are driving pay-per-click traffic to my listing. So I'm going to start with that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, and that makes total sense. So now the next question would be is if I already have stainless steel garlic press in my title, do I repeat it in the backend search term or, you know, keyword field? Do not duplicate content present in other attributes such as title and bullet points. 
That's what Amazon uh, is, says. Is something specifically that they're calling out now. <laughs> Whether or not that is the best way of going about it is a, is a different question, right? And for me, like, I would still probably put my main one in there, right? I mean, how many characters is Garlic Press? G-A-R-L-C-P-R-E-S-A. Right. right, 10 characters, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I'm not going to make... We're talking, like, less than... I'm going to get an email right? that says it wasn't right, so... Right. Chris uh, is stupid and can't count. He doesn't have enough fingers. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, have, I might have to take off my shoes for that one. I'm not sure, but we're, let's just call it 10, right? Yep. Okay, that leaves us with 240 other characters to describe it. Is that going to hurt us? Probably not. I don't think Amazon's going to penalize us for it. At worst case, it's, it's just not going to help us mm. to have it in that second spot. But I would make sure that my main keyword is is still there, at least for now. And then maybe take it out and test it and see what happens. So, so really, uh, anyone right now that's listening that has five lines filled with keywords you know, maybe a thousand per line. Uh, at this point, Amazon is going to take the first 250 and use those. And the other ones will probably be discarded or they just won't even be indexed. Is that, is that what you're saying? That we haven't heard on yet either. Um, now what they are saying is the whole entry is rejected upon exceeding limit. Hmm. Now to me, the way that that has worked in the past is if you typed in 251 characters, and hit save, it just wouldn't save. And that to me is what like the whole entry being rejected means. Okay. Um, but you would have to check to see what you're being indexed for currently. Mm. And you would have to see, Scott, and this is something that we would need to do. I mean, I think we're just gonna go through and adopt the 250 character limit, because right. that's what Amazon's telling us we have to use. Um, but you would have to kind of look for things that are in your search terms that aren't anywhere else in your listing and see if you're being indexed for those. Right. If you're if you're over that limit. So, you know, it's it's kind of one of those things where I would just go through unless you have thousands of listings, I would go through and adopt that limit this week um, because it's not that hard to do. It'll take you a half an hour and you can be done with it. And then you're sure that you're being indexed for everything that's there. Right. Oh, yeah. And I, I think going back to this is why also it's pretty critical that you run some sponsored product ads because you're going to start to get that data. And if you've been doing it for any amount of time, you can go back in, look at your report and see those, those, uh, keywords, especially the ones that have converted. I mean, in a, in a perfect world, we'd like the ones that get a lot of impressions, a lot of clicks and a lot of sales, right? But even if you have some that are low impressions, you know, a good amount of clicks and then they turn into sales. Well, we want to show up for them. Right. I mean, but obviously we'd like more traffic. So that means more impressions. But a lot of times when you see more impressions, you see that your clicks are maybe a little bit lower because there is so many you know impressions. But then we want to, again, look at, is it a relevant keyword that people will click on and then in turn into a sale? We don't just want the traffic. People get uh, confused and they, they say, well, I want to just get traffic to the listing. Uh, and, and by doing that, I can go for more of a generic keyword, but then when they get there, it's not exactly what they were looking for. So then it, they, you know, they abandon that page and that hurts our conversion. So don't always look at the impressions, uh, as much as you are, how well that keyword will convert for you. Um, so I think that's another important takeaway. Uh, okay. So let's just kind of recap here on that part of it. 250 character characters total. Okay. Right. Total. So that means on your first line, if you want to, and you don't even want to use the additional lines, don't even use the additional lines. Just use first line, you know, 250 characters. 
okay? Try to find the ones that are your top performers that you would want to rank for. Also, I would look at where you're currently ranking for, and then once you make the change, see what happens to your ranking. Give it some time though. Don't just give it a day and say, oh my gosh, it dropped. They could be re-indexing and stuff like that. So give it at least, I would say at least seven days um, to kind of look at that stuff. And then start to play around with that. But also, I want to go into now, Chris, is just basic, you know, optimization 101. Like, so when we're building out our listing, your top keywords, number one, should probably be in the title anyway. Right, Chris? Right. Right? So, I mean, that's the most weighted spot that is being said in in our Amazon listing. So that's where we want to be. Now, obviously it needs to make sense. They do not want you just plugging something in there just to plug it in there. And that's where the the, the backend keywords would go is you'd be able to do that, but you want it to make sense. And I think they're going to get even more strict with that moving forward. So you don't want to have to do something and then reverse it later. So I would say, just go with those, those, you know, again, stainless steel, garlic press, that's in the title. It's going to be in the title. I'm probably going to end up putting that in my backend too, because that's my top you know, keyword. Makes just, sense? just to be safe. And I think that's kind of what you're saying. Now, Amazon is kind of clarifying exactly what that back end back end is for. And they're saying, look, you should be, and it, this is why Scott, you're saying, put it in the title because it's the most heavily weighted section. Yes. Right. The front end is the most obvious way of describing the product. The back end is really for other ways of, of talking about the product. And Amazon uses a great grammar word, which I didn't even realize was a grammar word. And I'm sure my dad's going to have a heart attack when he hears that. <laughs> uh, but they said, you know, use keywords that are synonyms, hypernyms, which is the Ooh. word that I didn't recognize off, off the bat, or spelling variations, right, Okay. of your main keywords. So a hypernym, for those of you guys who aren't grammar nerds, is like the high-level way of describing something. So, Scott, if our keyword was Coke, a hypernym would be soda, Mm-hmm. or cola, mm-hmm. right? It's what that thing is at its higher level, right? So if we were selling something red, a hypernym of red would be color, mm-hmm. right? So it's like the category level. So they're saying use use either synonyms, so other ways of describing it, or even more generic ways of describing it in that back end. Um, now, like you said, I'm probably still going to throw my main keyword in there just to make sure, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And for, for sacrificing 10, 15, 20 characters out of that 250 character limit, not a huge deal to me. Especially since they're not counting spaces or punctuation. Exactly. Okay. So title, still the most important part of your listing as far as being found, indexing. Okay. Uh, the next thing is I want to mention here, and this is not really to do with uh, you know your keywords, but it kind of is because your images, they need to represent your product and, and it needs to represent, if you're searching for a stainless steel garlic press, it better be a stainless steel garlic press in the picture. So I just want to really just kind of stress the optimization is so important because everything kind of goes into when you're found, how you're found, and then when someone clicks into your listing, if it converts to a sale. Um, so images are great for obviously representing what the keyword is visually. But then from there, if we're looking at how do we actually get Amazon to notice us without us even like, you know, showing an image would be the title, but it'd be your bullet points. Again, your bullet points are indexed. And then from there, we would go to, to description. And then of course we would go with the backend keywords, which we just talked about. Now, I, I don't know. My opinion on the description is really there. That's not really heavily indexed, but it is in some way. Um, and it also, to me, 
is just another place to put keywords. And if they are, they are, but they wouldn't be the ones that I would putting in there. So this way here, I know that I'm going to be getting indexed for those. I'd be using my bullets and I'd be using my backend uh, search or uh, keyword fields to do that. But I would definitely not skip the description because of that. What's your thoughts on that, Chris? I'm in the same boat on that. Now the, the description is indexed, but being indexed doesn't mean that they're using it as a ranking factor inside of their ranking algorithm. Does that make sense? Yep, so yep. Just, just because you're putting stuff in that attribute doesn't necessarily mean that that's what they're using to determine if you're relevant for that. Now they probably are at least to some extent because to completely ignore that would just be silly, but it's not going to play the same role as the headline or, or sorry, the title, I guess, or the bullet points, right? Cause that's what customers see. And that's going to be the first thing that everybody takes a look at. So I would prioritize it in my description. I wouldn't worry too much about, you know, just using different words just to try to get them in there. If you have to repeat your keywords, your main keywords in your description, go for it. And it's not going to hurt you. Right. Um, but focus the majority of your time on the three sections, Scott, that you just talked about, the title, the bullets, and then the back end keywords, because that's really where that weight is placed. And Amazon tells us that right in this update. You know, they said, do not duplicate content present in other attributes like title and bullets. <laughs> right. 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 Which, so they're saying you don't have to. We're already looking in those places for for those keywords. Now, again, if you happen to put the same keyword both places, it's not going to hurt you. It at worst is just not going to help you either. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, uh, 100%. And here's, here's the last thing that I want to wrap up with here, uh, because I wanted this episode to really just be the update kind of like, you know, what's the black and white of the update? What does it mean? Um, and kind of translate it and then also best practices, but I all always get people that are asking like, all right, so how do you rank for keywords now? Like, is it just the matter of just doing what we just said there and then just sitting back and letting Amazon get us exposure? Um, and my answer to that is not necessarily and probably not. And the reason why I'm saying it like that is because if you went after something that was like totally, totally like you were finding this, this diamond in the rough that no one else was going after and there was only five listings and you were targeting this keyword, you could probably just do everything we just said without even getting sales and probably eventually rank there because you don't have that many pages to compete with, all right? But that's generally not the case. What we're talking about is when you're optimizing your listing, everything we talked about, your title, your bullets, your backend search term, your description, all that stuff, right? When you, when you have that in place, that's going to allow Amazon to see what your listing is about, right? It's going to scrape that. It's going to look at that stuff and start to kind of sort by that. But the way that you're going to get yourself seen is by getting sales through that listing. Okay. That's the secret sauce. That's the ingredient that needs to really make this all happen. And we found that happening over and over again with this new brand no super URLs and anybody that's brand new to this game, what a super URL was and is for some people that are still using them is it's a way for us to, in a sense, game Amazon's algorithm by doing a search for a keyword, finding our listing, using that link when we have people buy through it. Hopefully that makes sense. It's a little bit confusing, but what it means is if someone was just randomly searching for a stainless steel garlic press, and then they found your listing, okay? At the end of that, that string in the web address, you would see keyword plus, or, or I'm sorry, a keyword equals, and then it would have 
you know, stainless plus garlic plus press, whatever. It would have that. We would use that link, drive traffic through that link, and it would act as though someone searched for that, that product and found it through that search. That would tell Amazon what, it, what uh, we bought it from. Now, does that still work? Don't know. Um, I, I would think that they're probably getting wise to that. So more so now what they're doing is sales are coming in. And now they're going to scrape that listing and say, this listing is all about stainless steel garlic press. Sales came in. We're going to start to rank them. And we've been finding it to, to work. Okay. Um, now, the other way to do that is to then drive traffic through stainless steel garlic press through sponsored product ads, which is very similar to the, the super URL. It's just you're paying for it, but people are searching and then you're being seen and then they're clicking on that, on that ad, which was led by the keyword. So... Understand that you need to optimize your listing regardless because that is what's going to tell Amazon what you are selling. And once you do that and you you add some sales to the mix, that's when you start to rank. Chris, you want to add anything to that? I think that is that is the secret sauce, Scott. That is the the big secret to ranking on Amazon <laughs> right. is getting sales, right? And I would not use a super URL. I would not use any service that promises to rank me for a specific keyword No. at this point because Amazon has specifically called that out. And I know there are a few out there that are still doing that. Somebody actually asked about one in in the class group the other day. And that was kind of my gut feel. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) No, do not do that. Um, And the the reason is, is Amazon just considers that to be intentional manipulation. They are wise to that super URL tactic. It probably does still work, but I don't want to risk the health of my account on it, especially when I don't need to. If my listing is properly optimized, if I'm using my keywords in my title, in my bullets, in my backend, and I'm using some of those synonyms, alternate spellings, hypernyms, any of those kinds of things that we've been talking about, I think you're going to be fine. And, and Scott, what we've seen is even just promoting it generically, right? We talked about maybe maybe you go have people search for the keyword and then buy your product if you control the traffic. You don't even need to do that. No. You just drive sales and Amazon goes, ooh, they're related to all these keywords, and it goes back to the old the old saying, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats, right? Mm-hmm. You get a little bit of credit on each of those keywords, and then you get another sale, and you get a little bit of credit on each of those keywords, and you start to drift up. And as you as your organic sales take over on each of those keywords, you drift up faster on certain ones than you do on other ones because that's where the organic traffic is. So as long as you can drive sales in the beginning, you're going to be ranking for any of the keywords that you optimize for. Now, mm-hmm. the the real kind of secret ingredient in there is how much volume you need to rank for each of those and over what period of time. And that varies from market to market. But that's a question you and I get asked kind of on the back of that. It's like, well, how many sales do I need to rank? Yeah. And the answer is the world famous. It depends. But you can kind of get a good idea of that by looking at the first page and seeing what they're selling on a daily basis. And you can kind of work backwards from there. But we've in the new brand, we've done between 50 and 100 promotional units, at least intentionally on some of those, uh, some of those products. And we've been ranking within a week or two for almost all of our major keywords, Mm -hmm. either top of page two, bottom of page one, without really doing anything other than that email to our list. Yeah. And I actually, as you were just talking, I went to one of our more popular keywords and there's uh, 2000, uh, like 2000 ish, a little bit more like 2200 results. Okay. That we are competing with. And all we did was drove sales uh, you know, to our listing, we optimized it and we are ranking on page one, middle of page one for that. And it's a, it's a very popular, 
uh, keyword. Uh, and yeah, we are ranking for that. And I also did it for another one. That's more, it's actually a newer product, which is only about probably about four or five weeks old. And that's on page one as well. That one, it's a little bit less. It's a little less than a thousand. Um, but Again, it's because we optimized and, you know, and, and again, like you said, Chris, I think that's another important point. You have to figure out what the, what the current competitors are selling and you need to match that in order to have a chance to rank on page one. All right. So if you know that they're selling 300 units a month, that's 10 units a day. That means you need to match that or do better. And we found doing a little bit better and optimizing the listing it actually, it, it, it ranks really, really quickly. But again, you got to have it optimized and we are, you know, and we're not over optimizing either. We're not like stuffing in keywords and stuff. We're going after those handful of really good keywords that we know will convert because it's what they're looking for. We're not trying to, you know, maybe go after a keyword that's kind of related and they might buy it. We're going to get a ton of traffic that's going to actually hurt us. We're not doing that. We're going very, very concentrated. Um, so I thought it was interesting, Chris. Yeah, I just did a, I just did a quick search and we are uh, page one out of uh, over 2000 results and we're page one and we've done nothing other than just drive sales to our listing and uh, yeah, pay-per-click. That's it. So cool. Um, anything you want to wrap up with here, Chris, on keywords and ranking and all that fun stuff, the update, anything you want to wrap up with before we call it a day? Yeah, let's just recap that really fast. If you're in any market except for Japan and India, guys, they reduce that keyword limit to 250 characters. Uh, if you're in Japan or India, it's a little bit different. And you guys can take a look at the update inside your Seller Central headlines for that. India, I think, was 200 and Japan was 500 just because of the different alphabets. Um, but if you're in U.S., Canada, U.K., anywhere else in the world except for Japan or India, it's going to be 250 characters total. Make sure that you're not including brand names, at least according to Amazon. Brand names, even brand names that you own, you don't need to duplicate keywords unless you really want to, like your main one might not be a bad idea to put in there. And that back end section really is for those synonyms, alternate spellings, those kinds of things. That would be how I would fill those up unless you have data from search terms report. And Scott, that's something we probably should touch on. Like using that data from the search terms report is great if you have it, but what if you don't? That's when I would focus on those those synonyms, those misspellings, mm. some of those kinds of things to fill up that back end 250 characters and then revisit it in a month maybe after you've started running sponsored products to see what words you can put in there that might drive additional traffic for you. Yeah, love it. Cool. So this has been fun. Always, always fun with these updates. And uh, I know a lot of you have said, man, when is Amazon just going to stop changing things? Like they, they constantly keep changing things you know, just welcome it. It's going to happen. It doesn't matter if you're doing this within Amazon and you're selling within Amazon or if you're on eBay or if you're on Etsy or if you're a brick and mortar, there's going to be things that change. Your town is going to come up with a new rule that you can only have a sign on one side of the building. You can't have it on the front. And now how do you advertise your business? Like there's going to be things that happen that you have to adjust. You have to pivot. And these are just telling us the guidelines, the rules that they are putting in place. And they are putting them in place for a reason. They're not doing them there just to hurt us. They're doing it there to really help the platform, okay, to make it a better user experience so that way when we search for something, it's going to be more direct and more relevant to what we're searching for. It's the That's same. The key. Yeah, it's the same thing with Google, right? Google's been doing it for years. They come up with a new, uh, a new update. And the reason why they're doing it is because they want us, the user, not us as the seller. They want us as a user 
to get back the information that we're looking for really, really targeted and really, uh, you know, specific to what we're searching for. That's what Google is for. That's what Amazon is for. That is what eBay and Etsy, all of them are for. We type something in, the results come back. We want to say, that's exactly what I was looking for. Okay. So just understand that's what it's there for. A little frustrating at times. I'm not going to lie, but it's part of the game. It's part of the process. So Chris, I think that's going to wrap it up. Guys, the show notes can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 408. So the transcripts, the show notes, any links we talked about will be there. And uh, yeah, so uh, guys, just get out there and do it. All right. So Chris, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, I think you're going to do it with me this time, right? We're going to do this on the on the exit here. Let's do it. All right. So uh, guys, remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I'm rooting for you, but you have to, you have to come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud. Chris is going to say it with me today on the count of three. Chris, are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. One, two, three. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, guys. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Uh, we've got some breaking news here coming over the wire. I have uh, Chris Schaefer standing by. Chris, would you please tell us the next, the newest a- Amazon update, please? There's a whole lot of characters and bites. I'm not sure. Bites. Um, bits. Bites. Boots. 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 And that was Chris Schaefer. I kind of was breaking up over there. That's a major update on bits and bites and pieces and boots and stuff. <laughs> and uh, we're signing off now. We'll be back with another update uh, on Amazon and all of the things happening inside.